0: Hello and welcome to the Arsenal way back again with you guys for another episode of our Arsenal Agenda series joining you Monday to Friday every weekday morning at 10am UK time I'm joined by Chris how you doing mate you good you well
1: yeah um, I feel like I'm an slowly slowly melting but um, yeah apart from the, the extreme heat, not too bad TC how you doing mate
0: yeah, likewise. It's uh, it's ridiculous. Apologies if you can hear a fan in the background, but it's just not something I'm willing to turn off for the show this morning. It's uh, it's far too hot to be uh, to making sacrifices on that kind of level. So apologies for the slight buzzing. I will try and mute myself when I'm not talking, but uh, yeah, it's a case of trying to stay as cool as feasibly possible. Good morning, everybody joining us in the chat box. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well uh indeed uh i mean let's talk about the big news in the morning chris as anthony points out that black kit the away kit is a special looking thing i've already purchased mine this morning mr urdegaard is on the back
1: uh are you going to be getting hold of it i will do at some point yeah um haven't got around to it yet but uh maybe uh maybe when i have time on the lunch break later i'll i'll give in and and uh and go for it it's very very nice probably one of the best away kits we've had in a long time and you know that's saying something because we've had some beauties lately especially you know after we returned to adidas so um so yeah you know credit to to them for (laughs) emptying my wallet even more um they they do it ever so well every single season um but yeah very nice kit um haven't decided if i'll get anything on the back yet i've always you know since uh, getting Fabregas, Sanchez on there before um, and, and being left heartbroken, um, I've always been a little bit reluctant <laughs> to to get player names on the back. But um, we'll see. I like the fact that you can have a gold font on there as well. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll have to see you later on when I have a look at it.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to, uh, to receiving ours uh, in the next few days or so. As I said, the home kit's got Martinelli on the back. The away kit's having uh Odegaard on the back and I think the picture would probably end up having to be Jesus because he just seems like such a special player and we know how special he is even more so after Arsenal won their first pre-season game of the uh US tour uh against Everton it was a pretty comfortable win you know Everton came to kick us uh, <laughs> is, is what they did um I had to watch the game back because my plan was you know I was out Saturday evening I'll get back fairly late and sit back and watch the game you know i I bought the uh the 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 access to the game on the Arsenal website and then realized that you could actually watch it for free on the everton website which is a bit of a mug off um and then you know my head hit the pillow ready to to listen to it i must have just turned my screen off for a second and my eyes just closed and they didn't wake up for another three hours and i woke up at two three o'clock and i'd missed it so you know i had to go and watch it back in the morning and, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, Everton, as I said, didn't really came to play football. They came to kind of kick a Sarkovsky at the end with a, a ridiculous challenge. Um, and Jesus was obviously down for a stretch as well. Heart in mouth moment. But Jesus got on the score sheet again, assisting Bakayo Saka as well. This guy just is determined to to make a name for himself in these early stages of preseason, season isn't
1: he? Yeah, absolutely. You know, a, another convincing performance. Um Obviously, important to remember that it's it's pre-season. Everton, I think it was their first game of pre-season, actually. A lot of rotation for them. But, you know, Arsenal um, went out there and put on a really convincing display, in my opinion, especially in the first half. Quite relentless going forward, controlling the game really well, the tempo, possession. Um, You know, the the front three, Saka, Martinelli, uh, Jesus, obviously Martin Odegaard just in, in behind them as well causing all sorts of problems for, for Everton's back line. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we should have should have maybe had a, a few more goals in there. I know Granite Xhaka hit the post from a set-piece. That was unfortunate. Um, and then, yeah, Jesus, the first goal, you know, pretty much gifted that 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 chance. Um, some poor defending and a, just a sort of lock, lacking concentration from, from Everton at the, at the back. And, uh, like I say, gave it to Jesus on a plate. But it's sort of... <laughs> He sort of had an open goal, I, I guess, but it wasn't an easy finish, I don't think. There was ever some players in front of him. Pickford was then going to try and reposition himself. And, um, yeah, a nice tidy finish for hit the roof of the net. Um, and, again, it just highlights the that lethal touch that he has in front of goal and uh, how dangerous he can be. You can't, you know, gift a player of, of that quality those sorts of opportunities. Yeah. If you do, you're going to get punished for it. Um so, yeah, really nice finish from him. And I think Jesus overall, again, in that first 45 was was outstanding. You know, his movement, the tempo, the pressure that he puts on the opposition as well when they're in possession, just really, really, really good. And, uh, yeah, you mentioned uh, Saka a minute ago, TC again. You know, what well, you, you just know what you're going to get from him. You know, there's not a well, – or very rarely a time when he's going to let the team down. He's always going to go out there with his ultimate mission. And that's just to, to just be an ultimate – but playing in the backside for the, for the defenders, you know, he brings that that energy, the pace, always looking to be direct and, and run at, at his opponent. And, um, yeah, I mean, again, nice link-up play, nice ball from Jesus into the box. Martinelli obviously tried to get there first, but he couldn't. And then uh, Saka picked it up. Um, a nice finish, again, relatively straightforward. But, um, again, you know, with a player of Saka's quality, you just can't, Give him that that space, that time, and that opportunity because he will punish you for it. So, yeah, I know, uh, uh, unfortunate not to score more. I think, you know, overall, uh, like I say, the first 45 was a lot better. I know Mikel Arteta made a lot of changes at half time. So, you know, that's probably disrupted the rhythm a little bit, the tempo that can be expected that happens. Um, but even so, in the second half, I still think we were in control um, and unlucky maybe not to score a couple more times. And as you say, I think some of the challenges from the Everton players were just so uncalled for. Um, mm. It's a pre-season friendly, you know, you just don't need to go flying into challenges like that. Um, that one on Jésus, you say heart and mouth moment. Um, and it was, uh, I honestly thought something was seriously wrong when the camera went onto him and he was sort of rolling around in, in pain. It looks like he maybe just got a bit of cramp and I'm not surprised with the amount of running he does. Um came off at half time, which I was pleased about because there's just no point risking them, especially when there's there's challenges in going in like that. Yeah. And um understandably a lot of frustration on that one on the conga as well towards the end. So um yeah, uh not I didn't really understand that that's that sort of side of of uh, things from Everton. But uh, fortunately, it looks like the boys came away unhurt, no serious injuries, and hopefully they're all doing okay in training now, no problems. Obviously, got a lot of players coming back from small niggles as well, which is a positive. So so far, good CTC. Uh, so far, so good. You know, obviously three wins in three. Um, Orlando City up next, and um, yeah, hopefully we can continue that momentum going going forward.
0: Yeah, indeed. Uh, absolutely. I think that, you know, we're facing a, a situation here with Arsenal that we need to be prepared, but at the same time, we need to make sure that we're giving minutes to as many players to get them integrated. Jesus is, is key. Fabio Vieira, of course, has got a bit of an injury at the moment, but when he comes back, we're going to have to make sure we integrate him as soon as possible. Saliba returning as well. And he's kind of the next big topic to discuss too. William Saliba getting his second debut, if you like, because, of course, we saw him play against MK Dons all of two years ago. Then he went off and played with the under twenty threes and has been on loan at Nice and Marseille since then but he looked absolutely comfortable you know in the Arsenal team he was put under pressure a few times and dealt with the situations really well you can see he wants to pass the ball forwards he like Ben Wyatt is being coached to not basically use the right back as much as possible you know he's being taught and coached to play the ball into the defensive midfielders and play it forwards because if you're playing it as a centre-back to the right-back you're putting your right-back under pressure you know the ball to get to the right-back has to go from the centre-back to the midfielder as the wing-back then pushes forwards the the midfielder then plays it to the full-back to alleviate pressure on that player and I think that Saliba's buying into that tactical shift very very quickly you know I saw him play at, at Marseille plenty and he was still playing that ball forwards but obviously was using the right back a lot more but in the premier league you don't have that much time on the ball to go from center back to right back and it's often an area of vulnerability that teams like to exploit so it's good to see that he's already adapting to what Arteta wants from his players already playing the ball straight into the middle he's going to compete with Ben White and Ben White obviously was injured and wasn't available for this game but that's likely going to be his most direct competitor he can play on the left can also play at right back and obviously will fight for for minutes across the season but how quickly do you kind of see him getting into the team competing and maybe possibly even ousting Ben White?
1: Well, I mean, if he continues where he left off the other day and as a, you know, really strong uh, remainder of pre-season, I could see him starting against Palace. I, I really can because he is, you, you can tell he's a young player who has just grown and grown and grown over the last couple of, of, of seasons Um And he, he, you know, one of the the, the things that stands out to me, TC, is that he can make things look so easy. And that's because of his, you know, his physicality, he's strong, he's tall. And nothing really phases him. And I think, you know, obviously, considering we bought him, what, as an 18-year-old, £27 million, big move for him at that age, going to a big club like Arsenal, there's a lot of pressure. And obviously, so much has happened over the last couple of years for him personally and as a player. But, you know, for him to come in the other night, first game for Arsenal, as you say, after a couple of years, so many new faces, you know, around him as well, a new manager. It, it, it looked as if, you know, he'd been part of this team for a long, long time. And, uh, you know, good understanding with Gabriel at the back. Um, you know, again, playing out from the back, we know, is, is, a, is a key thing under Mikel Arteta and, and, and the way we play, the way we set up, he can do that really well he can go forward move forward with with the ball it's something that gabriel and ben white are both known for and um yeah i think you know in terms of his intelligence his knowledge in terms of you know his positional play i i I was impressed by that against everton as well um he dealt with the situations really well and um yeah, I've got big hopes for him. You know, if he can continue on the right path, there's absolutely no reason why he can't be a regular starter next season. And uh, you know, you, you sit there and you think, oh yeah, but we have got Gabriel, we have got Ben White, and yet we have the two great players that can also start every single week. But this is the the the, the good thing about competition and having that depth there that we've we've so desperately missed. Um, for a long time now, and you know we've got to remember there's going to be more games next season with the return to Europa League. There's obviously the introduction of five substitutes as well. There's going to be more than enough opportunities for for someone like Saliba to to play. And even if he was to to come into the stri- the, the team fairly soon and and take where it's. Ben White's place, Gabriel's place, they're also going to have plenty of opportunities to rotate and and be part of the squad. So I've got I've not really got any concerns about that. And I just think in terms of what Saliba brings, and that that's, that extra sense of sense of security when you see him at the back line, because like I say, he has got that physicality, he's got that height to deal with lots of different situations, lots of different um, attackers as well. Um, he's also very quick, which again is an added bonus. I just I, I can see him just stamping down a place in the, in the in the team TC because of the quality that he brings, but also. It's important to remember, and Mikel Arteta has reiterated this before and he'll reiterate it again, he's still young. you know. There's, he's still got things to learn. There were still moments, despite him having a fantastic season with Marseille, there were still moments where perhaps you know, if he was had a bit more experience, a couple of years older, he wouldn't have done, done that. He wouldn't have made that mistake and he would have done something differently. You know, Obviously, again, overall, a fantastic season for him. One young uh, player of the year in, in France in Ligue 1. And uh, again, on that, that on its own is a fantastic achievement. And it just goes to show the maturity, the composure and the, the quality that he has at such a young age. So there's absolutely no reason why he can't do that at Arsenal. But again, I think it is also important to remember that we need to tread carefully with him slowly. I, I think personally, even if he does have a great season, easing him into the team is the right way to go because you know he, he makes a couple mistakes and then all of the pressure piles back onto him fans get on his back you need to make sure we do things in the right way and maybe after having a full season of playing regularly for Arsenal maybe it's best for Ben white to return when he is fit because he knows the pressure he knows how to deal with it so um yeah we'll have to wait and see but I, I can see him getting lots of game time next season t- season TC absolutely I've got no doubt about that you're on mute buddy.
0: The classic mistake. Uh, Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think that when it comes down to what Saliba can give Arsenal next season, it's going to be a lot more than what, say, the likes of Rob Holding has given, you know, previous centre-backs. The depth in that position is really, really key. Uh, Goku says, would Saliba have been this solid if he didn't have his loan spells? It's only one game, but should the fans come to a realisation that he needed to mature? You know, for me I I definitely do think the loan spells were absolutely crucial because had he have stayed at Arsenal last season he would not have got the minutes that he's got at Marseille. You know, he wouldn't have got the regularity that he got whilst playing there. It's very easy to kind of use Saliba as a bit of a stick to beat the manager with sometimes, but I think actually that the way in which he's been managed across the last 18 months from that Nice loan spell forwards has been very good And it's why we've got the Saliba that we have now. While we've got a player that's potentially knocking on the door uh, continuously of the French national team, I think that there's a real good chance to see the benefits of those loan spells of Saliba into the Arsenal team next season. So we'll have to wait and see what indeed does end up happening. Um, Obviously, there was more than just Jesus and Saliba to discuss. The second half saw quite a significant drop off in kind of the, the output. How much do we need to read into this, Chris? Because obviously the first team that played in the first half contained a lot of players that we probably expect to see start most of the games in the Premier League next season. The second half contained, you know, more younger players, the likes of Nelson and Royal Walters, but also, you know, players that are probably going to move on, you know, next season and probably won't be at the club. And you also have to bear in mind that Ramsdale, Vieira, White, Tomiyasu, Tierney all weren't there, all weren't available. Zinchenko, of course, who we're hopefully expecting to join up with the club very soon as well. And any other potential signings also weren't available for this game. So how much do you read into the fact that the performance levels dropped off in the second half?
1: Not too much, because as you say, you know, there were a lot of players in there that have been out on loan, their futures are uncertain, and most likely they won't be here in in a few weeks, obviously, depending on how the market plays out. Um, And as you also mentioned, quite rightly, there's lots of players that still aren't featuring at the moment. You know, the likes of Kieran Tierney, Fabio Vieira, Ben White, obviously been talking about him. uh, Aaron Ramsdale, Tommy Asu, uh, Sinchenko, as you quite rightly say as well, who's potentially linking up in the next few days. um, And uh, on, on top of more signings that, again, can't be ruled out. So, I'm not too concerned. I think you know overall in the first half with that that lineup that we started with, there were some starters in there that potentially will will make the bench more often than not than not next season um, but again, it was very, very strong, and yeah, i mean i I kind of expected the the intensity, maybe the the level to drop off a little bit at half time or going into the second half because you know Mikel said to run the changes and it it affects. Maybe the, the consistency um, that we're, we're, we're having at that moment in time, it, it, you know, the, the, I suppose the chemistry and, the that like I say, the intensity is disrupted a little bit because there, there's so many changes. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm not too concerned about it. Like I said, I think there'll be, well, there certainly needs to be movement in terms of outgoings because obviously most of the business... Um, if not all of the business, you know, at first team level has been incoming so far. Obviously, we expect Bernd Leno to to join Fulham if, if obviously they can finally reach an agreement on that. Um, Nicolas Pepe again, you know, we expect there to be some movement on that. Hopefully, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with Lucas Torreira, Angie Maiton Niles, Reese Nelson. so We'll have to wait and see. I, I, I'm not too concerned at, at this moment in time because it's still, what, just over 50 or just under 50 days left of the window now. I can't remember which way around it is. Still plenty of uh, time left to, you know, to, to sort things out. Um, and, yeah, I think at the moment we've got the majority of players available. They're, they're looking good. They're looking sharp, as we saw in the first half. Um, and I'm sure we probably would have scored more goals and, you know, the the level, the intensity would have been maintained in the second mm. half if all of those changes weren't made. You know, we went into that that second 45 with the same squad as we had in the first half. Um, and, uh, you know, the benefits and the positives are, obviously, as we've said, that we've got players coming back. New signings can't be ruled out as well. You know, I expect there to be at least a couple more. So, um, yeah, I mentioned it in a piece yesterday. In terms of squad depth, we're looking a lot more healthy. Obviously, we've got players that can still play a part this season moving forward that have been out on loan. You know, we've, we've obviously been talking about William Saliba. He's now going to come back in and, and hopefully bolster the squad. Um, I still think someone like Antony maitland tc could play a part as well. Um, mm. I like his versatility. He, he, you know, he's got a, um, the, the club in his heart, obviously, after being at, here for so long. But um, again, he'll, he'll want regular game time. So, yeah, we'll have to wait and see how things play out. But I'm not too concerned about that second-half display. Lots of, you know, different factors going into that. Um, and I'm sure, you know, it's pre-season. We have to rotate. We haven't got much of an option. We're taking, what, 34 players with us to America. We need to rotate. We need to give everyone opportunities. It's going to be slightly different come to the, the start of the new season because, you know, we've seen under Mikel Arteta he has a good idea of how he likes to line up, the players he likes to use week in, week out. Obviously, there'll be changes for, for the Europa League, for cup games, but nowhere near as many as, you know, sort of swapping a whole team at half time or or mm. for, for, for just for a specific game. There'll be changes, but not as many. So I'm not too concerned about that.
0: No, neither am I. Um, I. I think that we've got potentially so much quality still to come in that it's it's way too early to start reading in to say what a difference in the drop-off of was a, for a preseason game between the first and second half or the difference between, say, the Nuremberg game in the first half and the second half. I mean, what was interesting about the Nuremberg game, you know, is is it wasn't even a different team in the second half. You know, we brought on Jesus and Martinelli. Uh, they came on for Pepe and I want to say Smith-Rowe, I think, and Elneny as well came on in the middle. And just three players coming on changed the dynamic of the team in that game. You know, in this one, it was a lot more changes. So perhaps that's why we saw a significant change. But even defensively, you know, we, we maintain that clean sheet throughout the fixture. Lastly, before we take um, we, we finish the show, is uh, Lucas Torreira didn't come on during the game. Following Balogun didn't either, uh, you know, as, as kind of context. But, you know, Lucas Torreira's got all this kind of talk around him. Is there anything that we need to read into that? Do you think that means that He's close to an exit. Does it mean that Arteta doesn't really want to use a player that's maybe not a hundred percent focused on Arsenal right now? Or is it just happenstance that he didn't happen to get on? Because a lot of players that went to Germany also didn't come on during the game either.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, obviously he brought on Ainsley maitland Niles, who's taken up that position in midfield alongside Al Nenny.
0: Mate came on, of course. So yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Sambi as well. Sorry. Yeah. So um uh, yeah, um, maybe he, Arteta is trying to use the players that may have a, a better chance of of staying. Maybe I, I don't know. Um, that's just one of the possibilities. Um, but I, I've got no doubt about Torreira as a player and as a person off off the pitch as well. I think he's he, he works hard. He's focused. You know, he's. I, I've I've been lucky enough to speak to him personally, and he's a, he's a really down to earth, lovely guy. And um, I still think, you know, despite everything that's happening on the background, he'll be working hard. He'll be focusing on his, on his, on his training at the moment and helping the team out in whatever capacity he can. And I think oh, I certainly wouldn't be surprised if we maybe see him feature against Orlando. Mm. Um, again, I expect there to be a few more changes for, for that game. Cause obviously we've got to bear in mind, big one against Chelsea coming up as well. So, um, yeah, I, I don't. I'm not reading too much into it. Too. I, I think there's an acceptance that at some point over the next few weeks he probably will leave. We we know he, he's he sort of made it quite clear um, that he, he prefers to to move elsewhere and 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 go back abroad, um, maybe closer to his family. So um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I, I, but I expect that is the, the route he'll take, and that's the way things will go over the next few days over the next few weeks. You know, obviously there's interest apparently from Valencia. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's, it's not a matter of, of, of if, of if but when, and mm. uh, you know, I, I'd, I'd expect to see things progress in the next few days, like I say, but I, 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 as I also mentioned for as long as he's with the team for pre-season, I think he'll be giving his all. I think he'll be working hard. I think he'll be focused on helping them as much as possible. Um, and uh, just let his agent, you know, do things in the background, and uh, the club will know his stance. Arteta will know his stance, you know, and th- that's that's a big thing um, because he, he would he would know that maybe Torreira is looking for a move away, um, and the club are looking to do that, looking to help him. But he's still seen enough from Torreira to, to to trust him in pre season. So mm-hmm. I don't think you know the, the the snub from the bench has anything to do with that. I think Arteta is maybe just looking to use specific players and um yeah i'm sure we'll we'll see him feature uh, over the next few days
0: yeah Agreed. Um, I think that hopefully we'll get to see him play against Orlando. I do want to see what he's, he's willing to give and what he can give because, yeah. you know, that defensive midfield position is something that I think people think there's too much of a drop off from Partey to the other options. I'm not suggesting that Torreira is better than the likes of El and, and Laconga at the moment. We don't know. He had a very good season with Fiorentina about how he would perform for Arsenal. We're not sure. Maybe having him for another season is of a benefit when we've got so many other areas that we need to strengthen and we don't know how much we would get for him. Let's see. Um, what kind of commitment he can give to the side. Because he's been training, you know, he's been featuring in these little clips that the club are putting out and he looks in good spirits, but we don't know the wider context of it all. It's very difficult to kind of grasp that from five minutes of video. But uh, if that, because it's only small clips of Torreira that we're seeing, but he looks committed. It looks like he's involved and uh, let's see if he gets any game time against Orlando. Uh, apologies that we haven't been able to get too many of your comments and questions today mondays are usually pretty hectic as we catch up on the weekend's events but of course do join us again tomorrow we do these every weekday morning at 10 a.m and we try and get through questions uh it's usually from tuesday onwards that we can get to the chat box a lot more but do still drop a like in the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show i'll be doing a show a little bit later on this afternoon i'll be talking all more about arsenal transfers so make sure that you are subscribed with those notifications turned on and you won't miss it chris thank you for your time as always my friend
1: thank you mate pleasure as always of course thank you to everyone as well for tuning in and i uh, hope everyone has a great day for those in the, the uk try and keep cool
0: Indeed, indeed. Stay out of the sunshine as much as you can. I know it seems strange considering in the UK we rarely get it, but uh, it's, it's of a level that you need to stay safe and hydrated. So please, please do. We will see you again very soon. And as always, keep following us down the Arsenal way.